I didn't necessarily see myself here. Um, I really didn't know where that came from. So starting business wise before all that, I worked at Dodger stadium, was an usher, um, six to eight hours on my feet all day, which isn't, which isn't a lot. It's just, you know, you got to watch baseball games, but it was, it was like crap pay. I think at the time you were making 12 bucks an hour as an usher. Did you watch baseball? Yeah, no, yeah. I love baseball. Were you a big baseball? Oh fan fuck yeah, dude! Dodgers. Were you just happy to be there? Oh yeah, 100%. that's what I think about. All oh, hundred percent, dude. That was like probably yeah, that was probably like the best time ever. Like I was able to go get paid to watch Dodger games, but you also have to watch the crowd. Yeah, like you got to make sure they're not acting stupid. But honestly, I never had anyone terrible. Um, but like no, just Dodger Stadium. I still remember the time when uh, you know Clayton Kershaw did his no uh, through his no hitter because literally everybody in that in that stadium. Nobody was working, um, you know, past the seventh inning. Once once he was actually pitching through, and he went through seven and had no outs. Everyone started being like, huh, this can really happen. And it's just like from the eighth inning to the ninth inning, literally the ninth inning, nobody was working. It was, it was the ushers were watching, the cops that were there were watching, <laughs> and nobody, nobody, like all the drunk people, everyone was just watching. Like there was right. nobody was doing anything else but watching him pitch. And when he fucking did it, dude, it, the stadium went nuts. All the workers were high-fiving like the fans. Like it was nuts. It, nobody was working that day. It was literally, everyone was just watching that. That's and um, I that was like pivotal of Dodger moment. Luckily, I was, I was to be a part of that. But um just odd jobs. Target worked at Target. Worked at Planet Fitness. Worked at Macy's. Worked at JC Penney's. What did you do at Target? Uh, a retail, <laughs> like just just fucking. I worked I mean, in the I food. I could not imagine. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I worked at Target for two years. <laughs> um, but like, I never really. It never really clicked in my brain how I, I kind of got here because literally, like, I come from literally a, a background of retail, and then um, jump over to straight up owner CEO, running multiple million dollar businesses. Um, being completely fine uh you know did you always want to be a business person did you always want to work for yourself yeah eventually um you know when i when i first uh when i first formed uh and, and this was this was random this was out of a out of a video game like so and you know what's actually funny uh so csgo betting was a big thing it's where you bet with sk virtual skins in game like say for instance you go you play counter-strike global offensive mm -hmm. and honestly more than half of the people that game are gonna know exactly what it is right. um i don't know what that is uh, I, I any any gamer that you come across or anyone that comes across like they'll be oh shit csgo like yeah. it's it's equivalent to it's a uh, it's way before valorant you know a bunch of people know valorant a lot of people don't know what csgo is yeah. or, or counter-strike 1.6 you know i come from counter-strike 1.6 and then it turned into csgo after um but so anyway, it's like it's it was like a whole different world. It was like a whole gaming world. You know, you would you would join teams five on five uh, terrorists, plant the bomb, counter terrorists, go and try and defuse the bomb. And you have tactics, you know, you have smokes, flashes, grenades, you know, you can smoke out tunnels, you could smoke out places and then you go in as a team. That's basically what it was. But so anyway, in this game, you were able to get uh, virtual skins, virtual mm -hmm. skins that literally ranged from a couple cents to thousands. I mean, like li literally like a sniper rifle. I think the highest one that I ever had was a dragon lore and it cost like, like 20,000. Like, people, people pay yeah. real money yes. for yes. fucking uh, so like, that's, virtual. Yeah, guns. dude. So like, that's, that's insane. that's insane to me. The, like the virtual skin game was nuts. And 
I bring this up because I literally just on one of my TikToks, maybe less than a week ago, um, he was like, oh my God. He was like, I remember you from Top Frag. He says, I remember, like, I used to bet on your CSGO matches. I said, there's no fucking way. That's sick. And this has been fucking six years now. Was, five this, years? During, was this while you were working at Target and JCPenney no. and all those? No. That was after? Yeah, this was after. This so- was after Dodger Stadium. I got into a, like a fender bender. Someone hit me from behind. Um, in my car and like it fucked up my back and I remember going to work th- later that day and I just I couldn't stand it it was so hard um, and I just remember coming home one day and I was like fuck like I'm just making 12 bucks an hour me and Shay are living in a in a one bedroom no in a two bedroom house with my mom my dad my sister uh, my sister's ex-husband at the time and her four kids like like really think about that like Damn. 11 fucking people in a 750 square foot house. A lot of people don't know that. A lot of people don't know that. That's wild. Um, we were just working at Target. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. That. I mean, well, well, Target Target was um, when I first started. And then uh, the most recent one was Dodger Stadium. You know, when I, obviously I met Shay and stuff like that. And um, it was just 11 people in a fucking 750 square foot house is ridiculous. That's so you had people fucking everywhere. And, um, I just remember coming home one day and I was like, fuck, I don't want to do this anymore. And um, I started getting into Counter-Strike betting, you know, where you bet virtual skins. So you're betting virtual skins. And if you win these matches or they win these matches, you get more skins and you could turn those into money. I could sell knives. You know, there were there were in currency knives and it was crazy. It was all virtual. And the reason why I had an advantage to it is because before we started betting and doing all this, I was actually in like the semi pro pro scene where people were coming up. Like we were playing a bunch together. Like I could have went two ways. I could have went to playing, you know, semi pro professionally, or I could have went the betting route. And of course I picked the betting route because it made more sense to make more money than pro gamers don't make a ton unless you're at the top. You know, some pro gamers make fucking 20, $30,000 a month because of their sponsorships and everything like that. Um, well, you're a big gambler anyways. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, I didn't know at the time, yeah. but I mean, I <laughs> went, so I went the gambling route and like, it was really cool because I was able to still talk to the people that were playing pro. And so for instance, I would be like, Hey, you have a big match coming up. Like, how do you guys feel? He was, you know, I would talk to them directly and he'd be like, dude, no, we're going to, we're going to smash them. Or like, he'd be like, you know what, dude, like we haven't practiced at all this week. He says it's because, you know, one of our dudes are sick. Like that's shit that a lot of people that were betting on these matches had no fucking so you idea. had like insight yeah, before it, betting. Exactly. Damn, that's crazy. And so like, I was able to come up on that and like, I understood and then it turned weird, man. Like people started thinking like they were fucking like the mafia fucking CSGO betting and like people were having like their own little inner circles and um you know the pros would try and like a dude a pro team got in trouble for throwing a match um they actually got banned for life in the game because they threw a match and a bunch of people bet on the other team because they told a bunch of people like that's that's ridiculous like that's illegal that's yeah like you just you, you can't fucking ever have anything nice because people want to take advantage of it um the integrity but yeah dude it was so fucking stupid like that's a whole fucking other story but um so anyway that was my first business. I charged five bucks per person to come in. And, um, you know, it turned into one person that was like, dude, I, I like this. I believe in you. Like, fuck it. Here's five bucks. It turned from one person to 50 to 100 to 500 to 1,000 to 1,500 people. And then before I knew it, I was waking up one morning thinking in my head, like, holy shit, I am. I somehow became the fucking king of CSGO betting. And, like, it's just because... 
you know, a lot of people loved me. A lot of people hated me. A lot of people thought I was a scumbag. A lot of people thought I was great. And that's just what happens. Um, but that was my first real business. And I got a lot of money through sponsorships. It wasn't even like the per subscription. It was sick, dude. I would always look at my phone and every day you would see money come in through PayPal. Five bucks, five bucks, five bucks, five bucks. Yeah, and it was, it, was just, it was just nuts. So wait, why would they pay you $5? Would you just have like a private Discord? Yeah, or it, it'd be, no, it'd be like a private website where people can look at my insider informa- information that I was betting, like what right. team that I thought was going to win. And my dude, some days I'd kill it. I'd go like 12 for 12, <laughs> 10 for 10. People would be like, what the fuck? This guy's nuts. That's um, dude, why didn't you make content back then? I know, I know, I know, I, I know. I, I should have like honestly i really really should have yeah. um i would have like 400 people in my twitch channel like yeah. when we were when i was live and stuff <laughs> like i really i see and that's why it was late like i was yeah, late to the party and like honestly i'm not even late to the party um i just started later for some reason and uh yeah dude it was just it was a wild wild time and uh sponsorship money ranged anywhere from five thousand up to twenty thousand uh, depending on what it was, I had a bunch of sponsors, dude, that would pay just stupid money. Um, and then at the time, were you still living in that house? No, no, we moved out. Uh, me and Shay, we w- went to go live with a friend, Chris. Um, Chris Ochoa? Yeah. And uh, we went out there and I didn't, I was a stupid kid. This was, this was back when I'm 32 now. This was back when maybe 2014. Um, to, yeah, dude, I was 14 years old. Yeah. 2014 or, or around there. Um, <laughs> dude, I didn't know how much money I was making. I really didn't until right. I looked at PayPal and like, it said I made a quarter of a million dollars in four months. And I was like, what Damn, the man. fuck is going on? That's, That's when it started crazy. to realize like, how? Like, you want to buy like a Ferrari or something? Like fucking. No, dude, we were just being, <laughs> we were just being stupid, but like, yeah. it was fun, stupid. Like we were like on a tuesday we'd go out to the bar and buy a bottle and like right. uh, like all these people are probably looking at us like what the fuck like but dude we could afford it we could yeah. we went to we went to vegas whenever we wanted we we did whatever we wanted like just really picture whatever we wanted to do we did it right so where did shade come into the picture see us go really no. yeah as a matter of fact in two weeks um i'm gonna be in vegas we're actually meeting up with um her name is uh tina She's actually the one that got me and Shay together. Like, actually, the one that was like, "Hey, you should meet my friend." Hey, you should meet my friend, and yeah. then it just clicked. That's cool. Yeah, so we're actually going to be meeting her out there. Um, but I met Shay through CS:GO, through Counter Strike, through a fucking game. That's crazy. And uh, thank God she wasn't a man. <laughs> like, I, I literally thought I was like, "Dude, I'm getting catfish. Like, this is fucking weird." Um, did you get set up on like a blind date? Or something? Yeah, basically, yeah. Dude. But it, but it worked out. It it literally did. And here we are. I mean here we are six years later um been together for over 10 but like um holy shit i forgot when we got married 2018 jesus it just fucking holy yeah. fuck i've been married for five years is that um, hard no marriage hard a little bit changes yeah. a little changes a little thing because of the kid yeah so but other than that everything's fine right um That's 1920 cool. yeah five fucking years holy shit i've been engaged nuts. for two we still haven't planned our wedding you get a plan still, dude i know we, like we go back and forth we're like should be a low should we spend fucking twenty thousand on a wedding or forty thousand on a wedding but like we're like why why spend that much money on on people that we like barely like you know what i'm saying like i don't know like i'm like i don't go, need to dude, spend that much money on go people. to vegas <sighs> that's a, no, we, we got married in vegas i i mean we we didn't want we didn't want like a huge wedding that's what Shay told me yeah you guys and but like fucking vegas. 70 people showed up Damn, so cool. that's probably how much we'd have with 70 people yeah i would like just go a, just fucking go go get married fuck we it want, we want to go to like greece or some shit and like oh that'd be fun there. like that'd be super sick yeah so Dang. yeah no that's that's fucking sick i just so you were you were 
betting and you were in this house you were living with chris and what was after that like what did you did you start your marketing company and no no so like i um you know what got us going reddit ads it was so weird like i would i would throw a hundred dollars in reddit and it would it would give me like 50 new subscribers it was so weird dude csgo betting was so big at the time it was nuts and we were running just ads directly to the subreddit csgo betting and um and and yeah it just it was stupid like i don't understand how it was just so big and god i miss it if i can if i can go back and take away everything that I'm at right now, I would 100% go back. Because that was something I really fucking loved. Um, because, like, dude, I played the game. Yeah. Like, and uh, there was, like, a lot of, like, I played literally the game. And, like, there was, it was a real big conflict of interest. Because, like, say you're in the NFL, you obviously can't bet on yourself. Yeah. Um, you know, same thing when you're on CSGO Lounge, which was where you could bet matches and shit. Sometimes my team was on some of the lounge bets that you can that you can bet on but truthfully i think there was only one time that i bet when i was on csgo lounge and i bet on myself like like did you win oh fuck yeah i did no no no. (laughs) well like i threw i told shay like fuck we're not supposed to do this if they catch us like i'm probably i'll be fucking i'll be banned but i still got i still got top frag like i could still do my (laughs) thing i said fuck it i said shay throw in everything just on me (laughs) and like dude we played and like we fucking we lost first map i remember that i was like man this is fucking stupid and i dropped like 40 kills it was stupid and then like we went into map two and then we ultimately won map three it's still on youtube that fucking match is still on youtube like i I watch it sometimes because it's just like fuck you like reminisce oh dude i went off like i I wasn't gonna lose i was thinking in my head i remember still sitting down playing thinking in my head like i'm not gonna fucking lose this because like if i lose i'm gonna lose like seven grand and like it was just it was just crazy so like it's just it's um i miss the adrenaline rush of just competing like like we're never gonna have that like sure that's why i like business because I like to compete. I want everybody to do well, like like truthfully, like yep. I like truthfully I do, but like in business, I truly truly feel and like it's going to come off really really fucking weird, but like I think in business, especially kind of the fields that we're in, not really marketing, but like IV therapy, it's more dog eat dog, rat eat rat. Um, you know, if my competitor was drowning, I'd fucking put a hose in its mouth, you know, yeah. like that, that type of stuff. Yeah, right. And like I'm just I'm that's me. Yeah, that's it. I mean, I think that's what you need in a CEO, though. You need to have somebody. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't think there anybody. I don't think anybody in this IV world is better than us. Right. Um, and that's because are you up Sunday at one a.m. doing stuff? Are you up Saturday? Um, you know, like yeah, hey, everyone's talks, and, and we've talked about this before. Like, like it just sounds miserable, doesn't it? That you're just you're just here, and like truthfully, not really. Like, hey, that's cool, man. Yeah, go take the kids, go to the zoo. Like, I, I, I get that. Like, I should be doing that, too, with my daughter. I find time to do stuff. But while you're at the zoo on a Saturday or chilling back, you know, on your patio on Sunday, I'm busy doing shit. Right. And, like, I, just no one's going to no one's gonna catch me, dude. No yeah. one's going to catch anybody that, you know, I'm a part of. So, like, that's kind of that's where I come from. Um, Going back to, like, the gambling side and, and CSGO was nobody was going to beat me to being the best analyst possible. Like, I, I was actually getting asked for gigs and stuff. Like, they were asking me to go, like, be a color caster and, like, yeah. a commenter on these matches. And sh- and I never wanted to do that because uh, then it goes a different route. So, um, I think I was – I there were other analysts like me, but nobody at my rate. 
like i had a lot of fucking people with me it was so weird i don't know i don't know how i did it like i was watching other people like there was this dude on fox who had like ten thousand people that would always listen to him but like he stopped doing it for some reason yeah um and i just took over dude i don't know what happened but when did you stop why did you stop they put fucking they put a relegation on it uh the the washington gaming commission stepped in and said like hey there's 10 year olds 15 year olds 14 year olds betting thousands (laughs) and they're losing everything and i was like man this is ridiculous like parents fucking call no yeah no it was it was it was fucking it was terrible so anyway i wake up one morning and it went through uh they were suing valve a steam and valve put a seven day trade lock on virtual skins so the whole thing about virtual skins was i could trade all my skins to you in seconds back and forth back and forth back and forth and there was nothing wrong when steam put a seven day ban on that so if i send skins to you it takes seven days for you to get right killed betting it killed the whole fucking thing and i remember that day sitting there I had like 180 cancellations. I was like, man, this is it. It's over. Like, yeah. like this is it. Like, it's actually over. It killed all the gambling websites. There was um like roulette in casinos and like jackpots and, and other stuff. I wish I had video of that, dude. That'd be so sick. You're right. I should have fucking recorded yeah, my whole life. Um, there was websites where you can go. It was called CSGO Jackpot and Skin Arena. And um, they were shady as fuck. Like, like yeah. you're talking about fucking probably Peruvians and like and like <laughs> Romanian people. Like th- th- these sites were shady as fuck. Right. But you can go in and you play against other people. Say it was you, me, and ten other people, and we were all throwing in skins into a jackpot. You get a probability rate. So if I put in ten thousand and you put in a hundred dollars, and everybody else put in five hundred dollars, who's who's gonna win? Right. More than likely, it's gonna be me. Yeah. But it, it was just random. It was fucking random. And people would throw in 1,800, 2,000. And like these jackpots, dude, would get to 20, 25,000. I remember it was one night, 3 a.m. I was just fucking around. I wasn't even trying to do anything crazy. And I threw in two CSGO keys at a, at a value of $5. And everybody else in the pot was doing like fucking 10,000. One did 8,000. It, it ultimately went up to about $27,000. That's insane. And the probability of me winning was like a 0.01%. I fucking won. I won I, right there at 3 a.m. It, it showed my name. It popped up. Uh, Lopez OMG uh, wins with a probability. <laughs> I said, no fucking way. I just won 27,000. I remember fucking yelling at Shay because it was three in the morning. I was like, Shay, I fucking won all of this fucking shit. It, it, was, it was nuts, dude. It's... um explaining it is never going to be equivalent to you seeing it and sadly right. you're never going to see it again yeah and uh it was just so fucking sick dude um csgo double was a sponsor of ours and it was roulette it was literally roulette it was green black uh, and red right like you just bet on you just bet on it and so we always got sponsorships from there and um yeah it's just never gonna damn fuck i miss it dude back in 2018 it was my 18th birthday. I was able to bet on it's. A, it was a website called Nitrogen Sports. I okay. only take Bitcoin. Oh yeah, and no, that's you know that was a sponsor. Sports? That was a spon- dude. Yeah. My fucking jersey downstairs. Nitrogen. Dude, I think I saw it. Yeah. That's what. Yeah. So yeah. Nitrogen Sports yeah. had had a big um, gambling thing. And when I was 18, I was able to buy Bitcoin. I was able to open up a Coinbase account, and I would play blackjack till fucking like 2 a.m. And I was sitting there and I'd put my whole check and I was working at Chipotle at the time. And I, my check was like $500 and I'd put the whole fucking thing in there and make like 1500. Like I would fucking like play back blackjack. I love, I love blackjack. Like it's fucking, it's, it's sick. I try not to play it now at casinos. 
but I fucking love blackjack. Jesus Christ. I ended up like looking up like probability and I'd fucking like study. I would study blackjack. So I'm like, dude, I'm going to be a professional blackjack player. And you know, you can't, you still can. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Like I want to do it. Like I'm honestly, Joe, I'm so fucking good at blackjack. Like I want to play like, I fucking love blackjack. I should fucking. I really. I always thought that's a whole other fucking. That's a whole other fucking story. Like let's let's, <laughs> let's stay on fucking topic. No no no. Um no, that's fucking sick. That's that's dope. Oh, they had blackjack games too in yeah. CS:GO. Like you would bet skins and you would you would do all that stuff. So, it, it it was it was a whole different time. It was a whole different time, and it's never gonna be like that again unless somebody can come in and somehow make it like that. But I I just don't see it. There's there bands similar to that. No, no, I wish if anybody ever fucking finds that, send it my way. <laughs> um, but so anyway, the whole top break thing that opened my eyes to like bigger money. I was like, holy shit. I didn't think it was going to be like, I always thought like it would go away. Um, and it did. And then I was like, you know, I was kind of at a crossroads and I said, fuck, like we've moved in at this point to a really, uh, you know, to a better apartment. We lived in a really good area, but it was costing me 1650 for a one bedroom, um, all electricity and everything. It was probably costing us about 2200 in a one bedroom apartment in, uh, you know, close to Pasadena in the Arcadia area, which was really good in California, like a really good area. And um, it just, yeah, I remember that happening, dude. And like instantly, like we were blowing all our money we were having yeah. a great fucking time like it didn't right. fucking matter we had fucking big ass tv everything it was ridiculous and um i just remember at the time like saying like fuck shay like i can't i don't think we can afford like a rent like that's how bad it got and were you low on money or oh were yeah just thinking ahead yeah we were just no no, no I, I we were low on money because i thought the next month we were gonna re-up on everything and it, right. it didn't happen it shut down and um i was thinking in my head like fuck i'm just an idiot like i spent all this money but like live and learn i don't really i don't really beat myself up over lost money because I feel like I always feel it's always going to come back. Even back then when it didn't, it wasn't necessarily coming back the next month. I was like, um, I just felt like it was going to be okay, but we had to break our lease. You know, we moved out in two days and, um, Porsche was stressed as fuck, but I mean, it, it, yeah. it happened, you know, that's what we had to do. And then I remember talking to my, uh, to my cousin's husband super grateful for for getting a job with him and you know i was able to i was able to finally propel and, and keep a job i was there for you know i think i was there for like a year and a half were you working? i was working as a um i got signed on as a fuck i don't even know honestly i was supposed to be a i was supposed to be a dude that read blueprints <laughs> and there's no fucking way like i, I tried <laughs> yeah. but like but realistically like uh, the dude and and like he's a he's a great you know he understands stuff as well like uh, his name is uh, his name is Danny he's really good at what he does another another uh, family member of mine um, fucking whiz when it came to when it came to blueprints sadly I'm not gonna understand fucking blueprints like I'm just not <laughs> like I'm gonna need fucking training like I needed to know why this fucking little door cost six hundred dollars he just knew. Yeah. So like you can't really teach that. He just knows. Like he just he just right. knows. So he probably knew for years. It, it, exactly. So like he was able to do all of that, and I was like, yeah, there's no fucking way. So I came in to be like a like an estimator, and I was like, this isn't gonna fucking work, dude. Because like I was literally sitting there on my fucking day, looking at these blueprints all fucking day. I was like, okay, I could be so much more valuable anywhere else. Yeah. Um, a position opened up, and I guess they were having trouble like running the books and stuff. So I like I got put in to be a director of fucking accounting, which I've <laughs> never been an accountant in my fucking life. Um, I bounced around, dude. Like I was a project manager at one fucking point. I was a project coordinator, and then director of accounting, and then just director of fucking almost everything. Yeah. And like that's kind of why like I had a bad time there, 
but I will give them props for giving me a title to work harder right. uh, because I was able to just kind of kind of propel there. And um, I'm not talking about um, and for everybody fucking listening. Seriously, I'm not talking about a $5,000 project. I'm talking about I was creating and helping build Walgreens, T-Mobiles, FedExes. Like, I, like that's fucking wild. Like a, a guy that has no construction experience if you put your fucking mind to anything, I think you can do everything possible except like a doctor or a lawyer. Um, I think you could do some doctor shit, dude. Um, no, fuck you that. You can look it up on YouTube. Uh, no, there's no way. Like <laughs> I just, I can't, but like when you really think about it, like, yeah. really think about it, I got thrown in on contracts with Walgreens. Like, <laughs> I, I don't even know. Like, but it's actually super simple. It wasn't like super terrible. It's just like, but a guy that has no experience was like, yeah, fuck it. We're going to, we're going to try you, but we'll see what happens. And like, dude, I was in charge of fucking crews. I was in charge of people going to these sites all over the fucking United States. Right. Um, and it was just wild. It was just, it was just wild. And like the business was really was kept shitty. And like, honestly, I, for a long time, I really resented a little bit of my family members, you know, for that. And realistically, they were just dumb. You know, they just didn't, they didn't understand, you know, it just, it just happened to them. They needed some help and it is what it is. But ultimately that business went under. Um, and that was because just a lot of, a lot of fatal flaws. I don't need to go like into it and reopen the hatch right. on everything. It was right. just, uh, people didn't understand money. People wanted to blame other people. And realistically, if you own your business and it fails, that's on you. Yeah. It's not on your fucking employees. It's not on anybody else. It's on you to make sure you do it correctly. That's it. Um, you know, if this ever goes down, OMG marketing, Arizona Ivy medics, I'm going to blame myself because I'm, I'm the fucking there. I'm there. That's the, that's yeah. who I am. I'm not going to go ahead and fucking blame you or blame fucking Chris or Michaela, you know, like yeah. <laughs> it has nothing to do with them. So right. that's, that's kind of where I'm at. But so anyway, that construction job happened um 26 2015 2016 and i i fucking just could i hated it dude i was like this is so fucking stupid some some days there'd be there'd be weeks where we thought we wouldn't get paid um you know it was bad like i'd have to get funded um and i felt bad dude because i had like 40 employees and like those are people with mortgages kids you know like like we might not get paid like what like dude we always we had a lender we always had to borrow money to pay payroll which is fucking a terrible way to run business um thankfully now we don't do that like we have money in the accounts and like we get paid it's it's clockwork there's no issue we never miss a payroll um we have emergency funds in case it ever gets weird but like dude we're fine um but so anyway i decided to leave there i actually worked with there was this dude uh, his name was joel um he was kind of like a mentor to me uh, a little bit weird on, on that side because he was he was like married had three kids but like he still tried to he still tried to live like this player type you know model <laughs> like he wanted to still go out and like talk to women and like yeah and like, i just think that's fucking weird like right. like i i get it I, I get it and then i don't um but like he was kind of like my mentor dude uh he started his own construction company i went with him he was paying me a thousand bucks a week and like my my gut was still like counter-strike 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 i want to i still want to i still want to do it and like we had a small falling out um and last i heard he was doing he was doing fine um i actually might be doing better now than him uh I, i have no idea i don't know what type of style he makes or what he has i know he has houses and shit obviously i don't own a house yet so like maybe he's doing better but i i found a way to be fine but like i hopefully he's doing good it's just we had a small falling out because he wanted stuff done his way and like i just wasn't feeling it and that's when i knew like fuck i can't i can't work for somebody else i just can't 
like I'm, I'm going to do my own thing. So 2017 of March started OMG marketing. Um, and I kind of, I kind of went back on uh, top frag. Like I was like, okay, I did stuff there. I, I think I can build businesses. I really can. And like, dude, one thing led to another and here I am. You know, 2023, I believe we had our best year yesterday, clearing uh, yesterday, um, last year, clearing about 2 million in net positive in net revenue, Damn. profited maybe a million. Um, it's crazy. Yeah. So it's, uh, I, and like, the thing is, I'm not even trying, like, I'm not even pushing the marketing. Right. Like we're doing so well with the clients that we have now that have been with us for years. Like I have clients still back from 2017. Um, but we're doing so well with with all of that. I, I don't even look for clients. Uh, honestly, the only exposure we get is through either the podcast or through TikTok. Right. And people will find OMG Marketing and then reach out. And um, the reason why is because, like, uh, seriously, like, I we have nine employees right now. It'd be hard to bring in new people. Right. Because if I bring in new people, I can't. Then you have to push. I can't fail them, dude. Yeah. Like, I have to do everything fucking possible right. to make them be the best. Like, that's just what it is. That's why I can't, we've opened the floor to IV companies, but like in Arizona, I can't bring on any IV companies because I don't care about them. Like I want to be the best here in Arizona, which we are. Why am I going to self-compete against myself? Because I know myself, I'm going to work my ass off to make them the best. I might as well go look for, for them in other States, which we are helping people in other States. Um, but nobody in Arizona or any state that I want to go into, like Nevada. Pfft. I mean, whoever whoever's in Nevada right now should enjoy their time until we get there. And then, you know, it's going to be the same thing. Like, I'm going to take that market share yeah. just like in Texas. Like, I haven't you know, we've been doing a lot of stuff in Texas, but like, you know, there's a lot of competition there. And like, no doubt in my mind, I'm going to go in and we're going to take it Yeah. Uh, wherever I go. I want to be number one. And that's just what's going to happen. Yeah. Um, if I have to. Yeah. I, th- that's just how my brain operates. I know it sounds a little naive, right. um, but you bet on yourself. Yeah, like you, you, yeah, you believe in yourself. Yeah, I, I have to. I mean, yeah. that's that's literally the only way. So, yeah, that's true. Um, but yeah, that's how we started the marketing company. Um, after that whole fallout, you know, at construction, I just decided like, fuck this, dude. I'm never doing this again. Right. And then the whole marketing thing was whole fucking trial and error. Um, you had people there. You had people come and go. You had people that believed in it, and then two weeks later, nobody, you know, nobody wanted to do anything. It, it just, it is what it is. And like, I'm, I'm really difficult to work with. I really am. Yeah. Um. I know. Yeah. <laughs> it's. <laughs> yeah. No. 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 It's. It's. Joe it's, never answers my text. No. It's. It's really hard. It's really hard to work with me. It, yeah, it really is. I, I got you. And it's just you because like things a certain way. Dude, I just. I just. I just demand a little bit harder. That's all. Yeah. Like I just. That's fair. I don't know. I don't know. I try and think like. Like, yeah, sometimes you could slow down and everything like that. But damn, we just fuck. We're fucking 30. I mean, you're young as fuck, but like we're fucking, you know, I'm thinking 30. Dude, I have maybe 50 years and like, that's it. Yeah. Like, I just I got to do it my way. And if it doesn't work out my way, then I can t- switch it and change it. I'll always listen to people. I'll always take. Uh, I don't like the word criticism. I just yeah. uh, like truthfully, like uh, criticism <sighs> means you're telling somebody they're fucking up. Like, let's be yeah. fucking real. Like, you're not taking constructive criticism. I think that's fucking a joke. Um you suck and I'm going to tell you what I think is good. Or maybe I suck and you could tell me why I think it's, a, it's not, I'm not criticizing or, or fixing criticism. So stupid. You you talk about, you only have 
about 50 years left does dying scare you a little bit yeah 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 because what the fuck happens but then again like <laughs> when you're when you're like high strung on a bunch of shit and you're doing a bunch of stuff and like you're just tired day in and day out like fuck it it kind of sounds kind of nice you're gonna be in a box and that's it it's over be able to rest finally. yeah yeah, yeah. F- you know finally because like true. i'm not gonna rest until i'm fucking dead like yeah. i'm not I, I don't see myself retiring i don't see myself doing anything like that i'm not gonna fucking um and a lot of people get like damn that what a life to live like all money in the world doesn't buy you happiness, but it does buy you whatever the fuck you want. Like that's <laughs> that's just where I'm at on it. Yeah. Um, truthfully, honestly, want to see the kid grow up, want to see her get married, want to see her finish high school, you know, do all the good stuff. Right. And I'd be content with that, realistically. Like, yeah. honestly, I think that's, that's kind of where my calling is right there. Like, I think I'd be cool with that. Would you be happy with her working like a minimum wage job if she's happy? No. No, no, I'm just kidding. I'm oh. totally kidding. No, 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 no. I was like, damn. No, 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 no. If she's uh, obviously happy working, oh yeah, dollars oh. an hour, and hundred percent. Because yeah. like, it, there's not everybody on the planet wasn't built to build businesses and right. and do this stuff. You still need like I still need the people that work. I, I don't pay yeah. my people minimum wage. I don't. I mean, they're starting right now. Fuck twenty twenty five an hour. Do you see all the heat you got from the the social media management position? Yeah, dude, you got yeah, it's so funny. No, no, no. like so for fourteen an hour. Like yeah. I, I like really think about it. Like fourteen dollars an hour. It's just posting on Instagram, just to post or just to message people, and you're from home, and you don't have to go anywhere. What? You just, you can actually have another job. Like you could be working from home at another job and yeah. then be doing that sitting yeah, yeah, on yeah. your phone doing that. Yeah, no. I, I, yeah, people people crazy. got all heated over 14 yeah, an hour. I said so I said but like it, it is what it is. Like you're yeah. going to get people that are going to be pissed but like I could find probably 10 really good people for 14 an hour. Yeah, and um there's workers in this world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like world. I'm not trying to like really nickel and nickel and if I really wanted nickel and dime I'd go to 1280 for minimum wage in, in Arizona. Yeah. Um but yeah dude no i get a lot of hate for that that was nuts um <laughs> it, it's just crazier too because like seriously i am i am an average joe i don't i don't really consider myself being something top tier i just get my work done and that's pretty much it but um you know having a following and stuff like you gotta watch what you say you gotta you and i, I don't like footprint yeah I, I, well I, I don't really like that like i just yeah. don't I, like i'm just gonna just gonna be how i am if people really don't like me then oh fucking well i can't really it's who you are yeah it's just who i am but like fuck i love helping people and I, I i wish that everyone that's watching and hearing and listening can build their own business one day because the financial freedom alone if you can get there is yeah. is the benefits are insane dude i i literally i posted a a year wrapped because i started with you back in june yeah and all my highlights of my life like were from the past six months yeah like i looked back at my camera roll everywhere from june to where when i worked in an office it was fucking awful. Like I didn't do anything. All I did was work. Like it was, it was terrible. And then from June on, dude, my life was amazing. Like I was freaking, I was traveling. I was doing fun shit for work. I mean, like we had the Super Bowl events. Like it was awesome. Like, it's crazy. Yeah. No, it's it's I wish uh, everybody could work for themselves. I think everybody should work a retail job at least retail. once. My first job was Tilly's. Yeah. Was okay. Job. Uh, uh, seriously, I think there should be a requirement. Like everyone should work at least six months in retail. Yeah. Because then you really understand like how how retail is. I hats off to fucking retail workers because yeah. you know it's it's um it's wild, dude. Especially like Black Friday or something. Holy shit! Uh, I worked multiple Black Fridays, um, and it was just chaos. Like uh, it's crazy too because like some of the sales that are going on aren't even fucking sales. They're just they're just, it's just yeah. Black Friday, Black Friday, Black yeah. Friday. Like it's it's the like fucking Super brilliant man. fucking genius marketing. Yeah. Um, 
but yeah, dude, like if she can, if she can at least work retail and understand, you know, what, what it goes through and how to understand and get like those core values yeah. by all means. Um, me, I learned a lot, but like, dude, retail was also fucking crazy. Like it, and I, I say that with like, it was crazy with your coworkers. And especially if you get into like it, the whole fucking other story and holy shit, that's a whole rabbit hole. Yeah. But like we would party on the weekends. We'd party off of shifts and stuff. And like, dude, coworkers would date coworkers. And yeah. like, it was like the same fucking, it was just ridiculous. Like, I feel like every target was the same thing. And like, I hope somebody can like, I hope somebody can comment on that. Like eventually, <laughs> because I think I really truthfully believe target was the same thing. You had young target crews in every fucking target across America. And they all party together. And they all date each other. And I, I swear to God, because yeah. like I went to a party in West Covina a long time ago in California and we were watching the fight. It was literally Brock Lesnar versus Kane Velasquez in the UFC. And it was at this random house. I forgot what it was. And I was talking to this girl and then I talked to this other girl and this other dude and this other girl. And then there were two other dudes that we were all just shooting the shit. And I was like, oh, so how do you all know each other? And they're like, oh, we all work at Target. I said, no <laughs> fucking way. I was like, dude, I work at Target. I work way in the fuck. I think it's literally the same thing. I think every I, that shit still goes on. It has to. Yeah, uh, it has or to. every retail that just has like uh, that has new kids coming in. It just has to because that's the only ones you're going to be there. I had a girlfriend from Target yeah. uh, that I thought literally I was I literally thought I was going to marry. I swear <laughs> to God, she had um, married in Target. Yeah, no, it, no, it was really <laughs> weird, dude. She had a, she had a kid. She had two kids. I, I don't know. I don't know what I don't know what happened. Uh, for some reason, I had a feeling that I was going to marry this girl and obviously it didn't work out that, you know, I, obviously I'm thankful <laughs> where the fuck I'm at now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was it was wild, dude. It was it was totally wild, and um, yeah, I, I swear to God, it has to be th- there has to be clicks in every fucking target. Like that's just <laughs> that's just what it is. I just I couldn't believe it. That's so funny. Um, but yeah, going back, would love for her to reach core values. Would love for her to open her own shit. And I think with us having um, the expertise and like the the you know just overall the experience, I think she would open up her own thing eventually. Yeah. Um, you know, I plan on hopefully helping her out i'm not gonna be you know i'm not gonna be one of those people that just kind of uh spend all the money and not give it to the kids like i plan on having a savings for her i plan on you know having stuff in her name that she's not gonna know about you know uh, just to kind of hopefully help her out when we're gone yeah so like that's that's honestly that's that's the end of it right there like if i can do that dying on a bed and i know that's it I'll, I'll be completely fucking fine yeah you know again i would love to inspire one person to the podcast yeah if we can inspire one person i'd be fucking ecstatic uh, it doesn't need to be millions but yeah. if it could be one to just kind of jump and do their thing jump and do their thing i'm cool with that if we had one fucking fan i'd be stuck i'd be stoked yeah like that's kind of that's how i always thought with my with my tiktok and with um with my instagram and then dude now you have a shitload of no fun. yeah no dude, people it, love you no it was it was nuts dude it went from it literally a hundred people to 200 to a thousand and then it just fucking poof, just that's kept going yeah what are you at right now like a hundred thousand uh 100 or- and like hundred twenty three thousand. because i stopped posting yeah but Dude, that's crazy yeah if i keep if i keep posting it'll, it'll go right back up you should um but yeah so wrapping back daughter she'll be fine and then yeah i just i couldn't work for anybody else i decided omg was the greatest greatest move possible ups and downs like every business has uh, you just can't really quit um i had i've i learned some stuff from people you know good people that did their thing 
And, you know, obviously people that, you know, aren't here anymore that don't want to work with the company. And like, I get it. They have their own path. You know, they really yeah. do. They have their own path. You know, I, there's no really remorse toward anything like that. Um, the only thing that I really can't do. And like, I'm, I'm kind of lazy myself, but like when you have like deadlines due and like money coming in, like you have to do stuff, you don't do it. Like, that's just unacceptable. Like yeah, agreed. we really just don't, I don't need that. Yeah. So like, that's why like people get upset. Like, Oh, you're so hard. Da, da, da. Like, no, I just, that's one of my, that's one of my pet peeves is working with people is people that don't want to work hard. Like I, I like, I honestly work hard. Like I, I'm fucking working Monday through Sunday. Like I'm always doing something and I'm always striving for more. And when you bring people on and they want to do bare minimum, cut corners. And I hate that shit. dude. Yeah. That's one of my biggest pet peeves. You probably see it a lot more because you deal with hiring people and you see it on a bigger scale. I hire one to two people for video stuff. And I mean, most of them are, are great, but you have some people that want to show up late and then they don't want to do shit. Yeah. It's just, it's just like an opportunity. That's all. Like it's it's a small opportunity to do something great. Like if you get hired on, like, let's just, let's just go back to it. If you get hired on for 14 an hour for social media, that 14 an hour, if you kick ass, like you might, I might take you and go throw you somewhere else that you make a thousand bucks a week. I don't don't know. I I just, people just don't really seize or see the opportunity on it. They just bitch and they're like, oh, 14, what the fuck? Well, it's like the whole thing people don't want to work for a company. I mean, they don't want to work hard. They don't want to build something. They want to be plopped right into, you know, a good position. Yeah. And like, I, I go back and forth with myself on this because like truthfully, and like, I have to really understand this is that nobody is going to work harder on the business than the owner. That's yeah. it. That, that's yeah. that's it. Because like, if you have anybody else that's going to do that, it's it's really rare, and it just it's like you're not doing it. You're not doing it for that. Luckily for me, like I didn't own some businesses, and I worked my ass off for a lot of the businesses, and like I'm kicking myself on that. But I, not not necessarily because I actually did a really good job. But like I would work fucking eighteen hours days sometimes, and this wasn't my fucking business. Yeah. So like I can expect to hire people and have them think i need them here 14 hours a day you know they need to work how i work it's never gonna happen yeah so i've come to terms with that and it's been a little bit better um but like yeah it's just damn i just wish i could find people that would work fucking hard and i would bonus them and like just keep doing it and just i don't want them to expect anything i don't want them to expect i'm gonna bonus them i'm not gonna i don't want them to expect anything i just want them to do a really really good job and then you know get paid Reward good money yeah, yeah. And, and that's it yeah. but it is what it is it, it goes right. back and forth on on the good people the bad people and i just think that's i just think that's how it's always going to be yeah. until you yeah until you fucking get people like at a really good salary like i'm talking like 150 a year or something like that yeah. so yeah um but yeah i just i just couldn't work for anybody anymore went to omg did that and then that's when I met one of the bigger clients that I, that I've gotten. And like, I, I have a decent amount of clients right now, but it was all through Reddit, man. It was all through a Reddit post. And I remember dude, Oh, I fucking remember. Um, I would have people tell me that Reddit wasn't going to bring in quality people. Oh man. Are people wrong? <laughs> um, and like, that's, that's, I think my gift is I could see stuff before others like i can see different trends i could see what's going to work what's not going to work and i think it's just like a natural thing and luckily i was blessed with that but i literally said it i said we're going to hit good on reddit if i keep giving out good information a lot of people hate giving free info and free stuff and just helping because they're not getting anything in return i'm a big believer in giving away 
all my fucking knowledge possible because literally less than 1% is going to take advantage of it. I can go step one to step a hundred on how to build a successful digital marketing company or a successful mobile IV therapy company and less than 1% are going to take advantage of it. I can literally seriously like really think about that. I'm going to give a free fucking course and I'm going to tell you how to make your first dollar up to a million and nobody's going to take advantage of that. It's so weird to me. And so I give, I just started giving out just the best fucking advice possible, wasting time and not even necessarily wasting time. Just, just everything, just being a complete open book. I opened up my fucking, I opened up my books on what I was making per month. I opened up everything and a lot of people appreciated it. A lot of people were like, damn, I'm going to check this out. I, I guarantee you not more, maybe one, maybe one succeeded. Seriously. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, that ultimately opened up a door for a client because they liked what they saw and they, they weren't going to do it themselves. They already said it like, Hey, I'm not going to do it myself, but I really like what you did and what you said. Um, and of course that person was Matt, you know, owner of Arizona Ivy medics. And so I, I talked with him, um, for a little bit, met him on Reddit. Uh, he was like, Hey, so how much for this? So we could change this. I was like, I, I went like the highest ever. I was like, because like, I truthfully, it was going to be a lot of, it was going to be a lot of work. And I said, it's going to, it's going to probably cost about 4,000 a month. And he goes, that's it. And I go, yeah, that's it. And, uh, it, yeah, dude. And then like, it went one thing to another. We talked for weeks on weeks and he was like, what about you just take over fucking everything? And I think I quoted him like 13,000. He was like, okay. And like, I was like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> and so like, that's how I came into the world. And like, I fell in love with it, dude. For some reason, I really like mobile IV therapy. It helps people. I feel like we're, I feel like we're helping on a day-to-day basis. Um, I wake up in the morning thinking like, fuck, we're helping these people not go to the ER. They're going to feel better. Um, you know, we're helping moms, dads, you know, we've saved lives. Like, I, I love that. Yeah. One thing turned into another. Um, I was just their marketing guy. Uh, then their president and their main nurse got fired for some personal reasons. Um, and then I remember Shay literally coming to me one day, like when all that happened and she says, Hey, why don't you tell Matt? Like you'd help him, you know, for like a couple of weeks until they get their, get on their feet again, because like, you know, he took over everything. And I said, no, not really. I'm, I'm, I'm running the marketing company. Like, I'm just, I'm just, you know, I'm cool with that. Yeah. And I, you know, I was charging my fucking, my brand new Tesla <laughs> at, at, at the charging <laughs> station. I remember talking on the phone to Matt and I was like, Hey Matt, I said, um, if you want, man, like if you need some help, like just let me know, I'll come in for a month, four weeks, six weeks. And, um, you know, I'll help, I'll help you get everything back to normal. And like, we'll, we'll get this done. And he goes, and, and like, just like how everybody else says it, he's, Oh, I, you know what? Uh, that sounds good. I'll talk to, I'll talk to my wife. Let me see. Let me see what, you know, what Robin thinks. And like, in my head, I'm thinking in my head, like, Oh, this isn't, he, he's obviously telling me in a very polite way, yeah. like, no, it's cool. I'm good. But no, he was being dead serious. He actually talked to his wife and then we had a meeting and one thing led to another, you know, I became their, you know, chief operations officer, you know, it, low key because they just fired somebody. They didn't want to bring somebody in right away, yeah. but I came in, I fixed a bunch of stuff. You know, there was a lot of, a lot of personal vendettas and a lot of people that wanted, that wanted, you know, they were trying to gain, they were trying to gain wealth through the company yeah. on their own when realistically i didn't need that wealth i was already doing completely fine on my own i didn't need another fucking headache like yeah sure the money's good but like coming in 
with another fucking headache isn't like I, I would do without the money. So like you had other people that were trying to become CEO and but try to become this and try to become that. And it's just like, holy fuck. Like you guys have no interest in going in this fucking business. You're just trying to gain your own fucking personal wealth. Um, one thing led to another. It worked out four to six weeks turned into a year that year turned into two and here i am for three and a lot of people don't know that story about how omg marketing became with arizona ivy medics and um it's uh yeah it just turned out to work it worked out really well and here we are pushing into another year and uh we're gonna do it all over again summer winter all that stuff and uh i'm looking forward to it all right we've been recording for a while i think we're good let's wrap up with uh i'm gonna read a would you rather you ready what would you rather? Would I rather what? Would you rather have to break your own leg using a hammer or have to break your best friend's leg? Best friend's leg. Your best friend's yeah. leg? You piece of shit. Yeah, he's taking he's yeah. taking that. Yeah, he's taking You would that. rather hit someone else with a hammer? Yeah. Damn. I don't know if I could hit someone else with a hammer. Yep. You couldn't no. hit yourself? No. He's taking that shit all day. I can't wait till he sees this too. Yeah. Because fucking, you know, best it's best man duties basically. Yeah. So he's uh yeah oh dude a hundred percent like yeah. uh, no question in my mind i'd fucking i'd hit the shit out of chris's leg <laughs> but yeah all right no we can wrap it up like that hey thanks for listening guys you know episode one you know we'll be back next week yeah yep all right